So we set out to design a mechanism that would act much like the stability ball and that it would move and create more healthy environment for people over long duration to, to minimize back pain and stimulate their metabolism. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Patrick Harrison from CoreChair. It's awesome to have you on the show, Patrick. Hey, Gresham. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. No problem, no problem. What I wanted to do was just read a little bit more about Patrick so you can learn a little bit more about all the awesome things that he's doing. And Patrick Harrison is a kinesiologist and designer of the Core Chair. His first successful business focused on the design of specialized seating solutions for individuals who were dependent on wheelchairs for mobility. In 2008, Patrick leveraged this experience-based knowledge to create the Core Chair, an active sitting solution for desk-bound employees. He has become a source of knowledge for individuals and corporations to identify health risks manifesting as back pain and metabolic disorders and to implement solutions in the workplace. Patrick, it's super awesome to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCEO community? You got it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. The very first question that I have is just to introduce yourself and build a little bit more upon the background that I read about you. So could you tell us your CEO story and give us a quick peek into your story and what allowed you to start your business? For sure. I think I'm one of those people that uh, has been identified as a serial entrepreneur. And that would have begun pretty much after I left university, maybe even before that. But I started the business uh, designing seating solutions for people in wheelchairs and for people who got up in the morning and sat all day until they went to bed at night with a variety of different physical challenges. Built that business up, had international distribution, and then sold it five to US-based Invacare Corporation. Then as a unemployed retiree, too young to settle down in those ways, I got into a lot of different projects like land development and alpaca farming and uh, doing business consulting and investing in different companies and working on boards and such. And then this whole thing came up about the sitting disease and I saw people taking balls to their office and so that's how I, I got inspired by the need to have movement in healthy workplaces. So that's the current venture that, that I'm engaged in as a CEO. Awesome. 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 Yeah, definitely. It's something that's needed. And as I record this, I'm sitting in my chair and, and I'm always trying to sit up straight to make sure that I'm doing what probably the core chair already does. So could you tell us a little bit more about what the core chair is and, and what exactly you do with that business? Yeah, the basically in the world of ergonomics, office chair seating in particular, the chair designs have not changed dramatically in terms of function in probably 150 years since they first became available. Obviously, they look much better, they function much better. So we set out to design a mechanism that would act much like the stability ball and that it would move and create more healthy environment for people over long duration to to minimize back pain and stimulate their metabolism. Um, but in the course of doing this, we had to decide whether we wanted to conform and, and just do what every other office chair did and looked like, or if we were going to come up with a what we now refer to as a disruptive innovation. I think as a CEO in this setting with a product like this, it's actually pretty exciting because 
a lot of people are really resistant to change. So it really kind of leverages your skill sets and your creative imagination and how to overcome objections and, and resistance to change. Yeah, I, I would definitely agree with that. And, and especially anytime you're doing something that's disruptive, something that people are not used to. So they have to wrap their minds around it to take it in and understand and understand that it's a better way. So I guess, could you talk a little bit more about what makes you guys unique and what's unique about what it is that you're doing? Yeah, I think probably the elevator talk is that this is a chair that optimizes uh, sitting posture and, and, and it also introduces movement, which is important for our, our body. Our, our human bodies were not meant to be sedentary as they are going from hunters and gatherers many, many generations ago to now hooked on our technology. We don't move and we really do need to move. The company, uh, we spent seven and a half years developing this product, which at times was a scary journey because it was a significant investment in both time and money. And it was recruiting shareholders and investors to believe in what this was really all about and carry the data to get this product to market. So we've been in market now for just about three years. Our main focus has been North America, trying to build a team that can help to build the market presence and awareness. Uh, and fortunately, we've actually attracted a lot of international attention. So we're working with potential distributor for Europe based in Germany. And we're also working with another company uh, out of China for distribution in China, which wasn't originally on the, uh, the radar screen. So sometimes you make plans knowing that it's your starting point, And at the end of the day, you might end up somewhere totally different. Yeah, I think that's the, the funny and awesome thing about business is that sometimes you expect your A to go to B, but sometimes A goes to D and D goes to Z and then it comes back to B. So you never know how things will take you. Exactly. Now, one of the awesome things that uh, I get to do is just to ask any CEOs and entrepreneurs that are on this show uh, for a CEO hack. So that might be like a resource that you use on a daily basis. So it could be a book, it could be an app, but what uh, CEO hack do you use and feels like makes you more efficient as a business owner? I'll tell you, stepping back a few years, when I had my previous company, Special Health Systems, I was a junkie for learning things because at the time I remember trying to build a uh, business plan and my real challenge at the time was trying to figure out who I could talk to that could help me build my business plan. And then when I found that person, what would I ask? So I was a junkie for all kinds of different kind of leading edge things. And at the time, there was an author by the name of Tom Peters, and he wrote a book called Thriving on Chaos. I actually wrote a number of books, but uh, you may have heard of them or read them. But I remember that his work just blew me away because... His underlying message was all about your customer is what you're here for, and your customer is always right. If you take really good care of your customers, they will take care of your business. So our customers, we offer a 12-year warranty and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. If somebody has a problem, we just take care of it. And that was the moral of that whole message. In today's age, what I think I lean on a lot of is my peer network to share what some might describe as horror stories at times, but kind of sharing successes, failures, challenges on a day-to-day -day basis, staying connected through some awesome platforms like LinkedIn, where there's really good pearls of wisdom that are shared on a regular basis, and just trying to stay on the forefront of new thoughts. I would say I, I use Google quite a bit from time to time. Yeah, don't we, don't we all? But no, it's really awesome that you're able to take 
uh, a book that you read and then you're able to implement it in your business and you can see how that kind of translates over to that. So I think that's super awesome that you, you've been able to do that. Now, um, I know you said that you, you've gotten a lot of pearls of wisdom or words of wisdom from the groups that you've been a part of and been able to collaborate with. So I wanted to ask you if you had maybe one or a few things that you can give as a quote unquote CEO nugget, which might be those words of wisdom that we can carry on to help us out with our businesses. I think probably just to reiterate the point about why we're in business, if we didn't have customers, then we wouldn't be here. So I just feel very strongly that if we take really good care of our customers, they will take care of our business. And if we've got one customer who's unhappy, the old adage that we've heard for many, many years is that one person who's unhappy is going to tell 10 people. And the one person who is happy might only tell one or two or three people. So I think it's really important that we make sure that even at the end of the day, if we can't resolve a customer's concerns or whatever the issue might be, at least if we make a, a sincere effort to do so and don't burn bridges and, and uh, keep building the business towards the future. There's a whole bunch of other things that we could probably dig into of day-to-day things that you could do to make your business better. But I think the highest priority is the customer. And, uh, and in saying that, I think we need to look at customers and suppliers within our organization that we need to make sure that our, our team is buying in and, and part of that whole philosophy so that it, you're not just feeding fodder to the to the front lines people who actually have to deal with the customers. They need to buy into it and understand it and be treated similarly. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I think often with all the different things that you have to do, the marketing, the sales, the running the, the business, the management, sometimes there's technology. There's all these different things that sometimes you just forget about why you're in business and why you need to have a business, which is to have customers and making sure to take care of them. So that's uh, insanely important to have at the forefront. And it's great that you guys are doing that. One of the the next questions I have, which is um, one of the reasons for this podcast is we're hoping to have a range of different quote unquote CEOs on this podcast. So what I wanted to ask specifically for you, obviously being a serial entrepreneur, what does being a CEO mean to you? I think going back through my history of being a serial entrepreneur with fortunately more successes than failures, but still some failures, being the CEO really means that you don't have to make all of the decisions, but you can make the real key decisions and you're not limited in what you can do. So the biggest challenge I see with a lot of organizations is that when they make a plan, they're so hard and fast on that plan that it doesn't allow them to flex and deal with the waves that are coming and going on a day-to-day basis. So as a CEO, if I've got some really brilliant idea that somebody on the team brings forward, we can change our plan in a heartbeat. And I'm all over that. If I wasn't the CEO, I might get frustrated that I couldn't do that. So probably why I I think I'm probably not employable by by somebody else, but it it certainly is, is nice to be able to make decisions that you can act on right away. That's funny. Yeah, I often hear that uh, sometimes the, the the best, especially the serial entrepreneurs and business owners are often the worst employees because they want to just be able to make the changes. And when they can't, that, that becomes frustration. For sure. Awesome. 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 Patrick, I, I'm super appreciative of you taking some time out of your schedule to speak with us. What I wanted to do was just give you the floor to see if there was anything additional you want to tell our readers and our listeners. And then finally, if people want to learn more about CoreChair and, and get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I appreciate that, Gresham. You know, wisdom that I would put out to young entrepreneurs and young CEOs of uh, startups in particular 
is that it's so important that if you have a dream that you chase it because you'll spend the rest of your life regretting if you don't. And to be able to take charge and take the risks and get out there. And yeah, sometimes you're going to fall down and bruise your shins and knees and elbows. But what you learn from doing that is immense, not just for your business potential and success, but also as an individual to really test what you're made of and make you feel really good about what you've accomplished. Awesome. 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 And those are obviously very great words of wisdom. And, and for anybody that might be listening, what's the best way for them to get a core chair or learn more from you? We're always happy to, to make a core chair available. We have uh, corechair.com, C-O-R-E-C-H-A-I-R.com. And uh, we're located just above the city of Toronto in Canada. And uh, we're distributing internationally. So you can probably the easiest way to connect with this is, is on our website. Awesome. 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 And we'll definitely have that link in the show notes, just in case anybody wants to link, go directly to your site. But Patrick, thank you so much again for taking some time out of your schedule. I truly appreciate all the awesome things that you're doing and the words of wisdom that you gave for us today. Thanks, Gresham. I love what you're doing. So keep up the great work. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.